Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on their move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined best bags on the market. With DB's potential hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on, time to get going. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 154 I'm Chris Rucker along with my co-host, my partner in the tag team division a bearded master, Marty Vasquez, and this is Boot to the Face. Marty, how the hell you been? Good, man. Best tag team out there. Talking about not just a tag team, the best tag team. Ain't nobody going to compete with us. Uh, I've been great, man. It's been a fantastic week. It's been long. I'm not going to lie. Um, but no, it's been a good week. We had all out to start it off. Got footballs back this week. Um, as you can see, if you're tuning in, you can see Rucker with the rock, with the rocking his Cowboys gear. Unfortunately, they lost on Thursday. Uh, anyways, no man, it's uh, Cal- things are starting to come back. Like to give you an idea, we went to Universal Studios this week, uh, first theme park, and since the pandemic shut down, but they had their Horror Nights event started. And did you say horror? Night. Damn right, I did. Horror, um, like sluts. Horror, horror. Oh horror. boy, I was about to say at Universal. What, I mean, <laughs> what hey. the hell? I had production quality right there, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that was the first time um, we'd have been able to do that in over a year and a half. So that was awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's nice to be able to go out and do things again. Halloween falls like my favorite time of the year. Yeah. So being able to do that stuff again was fun. It was pretty awesome. The fact that it was the opening night, too, was pretty cool. So that was awesome, except for the fact that a bunch of pressers and everything like that. We're like taking up the lines and delaying entry into mazes and stuff like that because they got passes and I have to figure out how we get a pass for that shit. I mean, we're the press. We report the news. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get some kind of press release or press pass somewhere. We should be able to. You'd think so. Um, yeah, the fall time. I fucking love it. I'm sitting here right now drinking my pumpkin spice <clears throat> coffee. It's pumpkin spice everything season. Ooh, like, yeah, it is. I love. You know what? I love me some pumpkin spice. I, uh, you can't go wrong, man. It doesn't matter what it is. I can drink pumpkin spice all year long. If it's got pumpkin flavor in it, I will definitely try it. I guess this is the pumpkin spice basic basic bitch podcast. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> last know? night I was drinking. I had coffee with pumpkin spice flavor, and I put some Crown Royal vanilla in it, and Ooh. it was fucking perfect. 
Like, I don't know if I just got the got the combination right, like whatever formula I was making for it, but it was fantastic. Um, well, I, I feel like that's kind of like pumpkin pie with like whipped cream on top. It it tasted like that, and then that you know, uh, Bud Light seltzers they've got pumpkin pumpkin spice seltzers out now, and I can't find them anywhere. Uh, our boy Admire and EJ Reed, yeah, both I of saw them, that. yeah, both of them said they've been they've been oh, getting lucky. Oh, EJ got it too. EJ I, had it first, and he was I he was the first Admire one to tell me about it. I was it. talking to him about it. Yeah, I was talking to Admire about it the other night, and he was telling me, "I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get. I don't care for Bud Light, and I I'm not really a fan of seltzers, but." I'm 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 all for pumpkin beer, pumpkin ale, pumpkin flavor like that. So yeah. it's definitely something. And the way he described it, I'm like, mm, that sounds quite tasty. Right. Admar said it tastes like pumpkin pie with less carbonation. And I I've tried the Bud Light uh, mimosa seltzers and all that kind of shit, and I didn't really like those either. But from what I understand, these are the best ones they made. Uh, EJ said the the roasted marshmallow one was really good, and that sounds like fall. I don't know what that would be like being a cold seltzer though but yeah the one thing i will i will say last year was a due to the pandemic i would say that the like the fall season ales and like all the specialty fall ones were not out last year like i drink a lot of new belgium um and and, uh blue moon and usually blue moon has a like a fall pack it has like pumpkin spice or cinnamon or you know some different different things like that they didn't put one out last year, so that was kind of frustrating. So I'm hoping that this year, with the change of everything and things starting to return back to where they should be, yeah. that hopefully we get some of those seasonal packs back in the market for at least a couple months. So with fall comes football. Uh, football season started already. Like you said earlier, the Cowboys lost a fucking heartbreaker to the uh, – who they lose to? Oh, the, the Tam Brodies. The- the Tam Brody Buccaneers. The defending champions? Yeah. Look, I'm going to talk about it on uh, on Full Press Cowboys. We started to kind of talk about it last night. You know, you don't want your team to lose, right? Clearly. But I feel like the Cowboys came a long way the yesterday. And the, and the way, it's not like they got blew out either, right? Like, right. which is what everybody was predicting. It actually turns out Dallas is going to have a way better football team than most people thought they would, judging by them going toe to toe with the Bucks who were supposed to go like seventeen and no and win the Super Bowl this year. Um a lot yeah, of well, mistakes were made. More weeks left, so we'll yeah, see I know, how that goes. I know. I'm just but you know, <clears throat> if you're gonna have a loss, that's a that's the best kind of loss to have when nobody's expecting you to oh, do absolutely. shit. Because now you put the rest of your division on notice like, oh by the way, we just went toe to toe with the best football team in the fucking world right now, so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, but uh, how was your week besides the Cowboys losing? How's your week going, man? It's been good. It's been, uh, it's been real good, actually. Uh, yesterday was a very long day. Good day, but long. Um, but yeah, I, I can't complain. I, I could, <laughs> but I won't. I'm saying you go with me, you can. Yeah, I could, you know, like I had car trouble throughout the I week. I mean, you could be a basic car like you were at Walmart, but you know. Yeah, I, uh. I fucking I had car trouble throughout the week. I had to pay a lot of money to get my car fixed, uh, but it is fixed, um, which is the important part, right? And you know, missed a day of work because of my car having to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a holiday on Monday, obviously a travel day. Uh, me and Leanne obviously went to Chicago for All Out, which we'll talk about. So that was fun. Like I, you know, really can't complain this week. This week, this week's been really decent. 
That's awesome. <clears throat> now I know you're not a traveler. I know you don't like to fly. You don't fly <laughs> very often. How was uh, the flight to and from Chicago for you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what I wanted right there. That's what I wanted. Okay, so on Friday, I picked my wife up at two thirty from work. We're going straight to the airport. The airport's forty minutes away. I don't know if you know about Atlanta traffic or not, Marty. It's like L.A. traffic. It's hit or miss, usually miss. took me an hour and a half to get to the airport. Our flight left at 520. We were supposed to fly out. So I had plenty of time to get there. We got there at 425, I believe. Check in through security. Took over an hour. When they stopped uh, accepting people on our flight is when we got through security. So my wife got through first. I'm like, just go. See if you can get on the plane. Tell them I'm right behind you. She's running through the airport like a fucking movie. Hold the plane. Hold the plane. <laughs> right? I get there. They got an attitude like, y'all are late. We get on the plane and we sit there for a fucking hour because the pilot was also stuck in traffic. So we did all that. I'm I'm stressed out. Like, I didn't have time to get a drink because we literally had to go from the drop-off to check-in to security to the fucking plane. So I'm sober as fucking all out. The flight there wasn't bad. The takeoff was, it was way different than what I remember. That's my least favorite part. Once we got to cruising altitude, it was fine. The landing was good. The flight back, I don't know if this motherfucker was drunk. I don't know what it was, but the takeoff was awful. Uh, I tricked myself into thinking that this guy thought he was an astronaut and was trying to take us to space because they said 31,000 feet. It felt like we were climbing for probably 30 minutes. And I was like, pretty soon it's going to start getting dark because we're going to leave the fucking atmosphere, right? This is kind of stupid shit I think in my head when I'm flying. Uh, the flight back was bad. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't relax. Uh, the landing was awful, but it's only two hours. I'm alive, so it is what it is. Wonderful. Yeah, no, you should have definitely got some drinks, like um, coupons or passes. What, what flight did you fly? Who fly? We flew out United, and we flew back in American Airlines. Oh, that's where you fucked up. Should have been Southwest. Yeah, well, I I go I go with the cheaper ones. Cheap too. It wasn't at the time when we booked though. Uh, oh, it was like three hundred bucks. Gotta, I think. Just, just just ask me, man. I I get like emails daily when like flights. I do like, too, I but they when I, I, I when I booked it, they didn't have it. To Florida or Southwest to. Let me put it this way: our flights to Orlando next month, total round trip for four for two people. Is like two hundred bucks. Yeah, because you booked it. I fucking love it. No, I mean, it, it all depends I on booked, timing. I booked my flights back oh, last week. Mm. Well, it all depends on timing. Like I said, when I looked on Southwest, it's they were high as shit. Weekend, so yeah, that's, that's another thing too. To go to. And so I got on Expedia, and they, you know, they look you up the cheapest ones. And I don't want layovers. At least you went to Spirit. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I, I learned the first time we went to Chicago not to go Spirit. Oh, um, did you go Spirit the first time? Yeah, and we ended up the getting stuck there. The only time I've ever flown Spirit was I had to fly from, um, it was a last minute, had to fly from Denver to Arizona uh, for a funeral. And it was like, fuck, I, you know, at that point I was like a, su- a department supervisor at Home Depot, so I wasn't making shit. And I was like, oh shit, I need a, I need a flight. This flight's a hundred bucks. Um, yeah, that's what I'm booking. Um, I, I probably should have like went without like, dinner the next couple of days <laughs> and just upgraded to like southwest yeah because oh man like that's that was just fucking ridiculous the best thing that happened to us on spirit is we were coming back the sunday after all in and we sat at the airport for six hours 
they canceled our flight to the next morning and put us in a hotel. And I walked up. They were trying to put us in like the Econo Lodge or something like that. And I said, is that the only hotel choice y'all got? And the lady's like, no, we have these. And she showed me. And there's Marriott on there. I was like, I want the Marriott. And the guy in front of us got like a cheap one. And he was pissed. He had already signed for his voucher. He's like, why didn't y'all tell me that y'all had Marriott options? And she was like, you didn't ask. And I don't even know what made me ask. Like, because I never had to get uh, a forced stay over anywhere like that before. But when I book my flight, my, my main thing is I don't want layovers. I don't want to land and take off more than one time. I just want to fly straight there because I don't like to take off at all. Um but yeah, got there, got back. I'm still alive. It's all good. Yeah, no, I don't. <clears throat> if I, I usually do get a layout because when I, when if I fly home, it's just straight through. But if I fly across country or like that, I usually have a layover too. But I always book it to where I have like a layover in Denver. Mm-hmm. So in the past, like, hey, I got a couple hour layover. Come have a beer with me or come pick me up. Let's go have lunch. Um, just like I said, I was home for a little bit. But I think this year, this when we go to Orlando. We uh, have a layover in Denver, and then we have a layover on the way back in like Houston or something like that. So I'm like, hey, it was a long enough layover to where I could pull over and stop and maybe work right, you know, write this off as a work work expense. No, okay, maybe not. Um, no, man. So yeah, I'm glad you had a good trip. I'm glad you're able to fly back. Um, you want to talk about your experience at All Out? Or you want to talk about All Out? Um, we can we can do both. What do you want to know? Uh, I, I had a I had a damn good time. Well, we stayed at. Uh, I mean, I, we we heard stories about the first time. I'm sure this wasn't as eventful as the first time around. No, there was um, no Starcast. Yeah, I, I saw some things. I saw Rucker got to some shows. Saw Rucker got to see Sting, and you know, I know Drunk Rucker was around, so probably not as drunk as last night because I saw some Drunk Rucker tweets. But <laughs> um, yeah, man, how how was Drunk Rucker? In Chicago. So, uh, <laughs> I all, by the way, last night, I'm like, I was, I was one step away from like, someone take this phone away. Someone <laughs> take Drunk Rucker's phone away because he can't be t- tweeting out this late at night. <laughs> I was awake, man. What, what can you do? Um, so we stayed at the, the High Regency, which is the Starcast Hotel. Uh, ran into a lot of friends of ours out there. Saw our boy Peteopolis, uh, Hoop was there. Joe showed up for about 10 minutes. Uh, he big timed us. He hung out at the after party. Uh, wow. The filter free podcast was there with. Uh, maybe maybe should have tipped him better for his food delivery. <laughs> with Angel and TJ and Tim and and Kyle, David Kyle's wife actually showed up and surprised him with like all uh, his friends because his birthday was out there. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, met a lot of met a lot of people that we. <clears throat> we interact with on social media and stuff like that. And I, I'll, I'm not going to start naming everybody cause I'll forget. So if I met you, you know, I enjoyed it hanging out with everybody. Uh, we had two after parties with, uh, the first one was, you know, Conrad did his thing out there. Like all the people that pay, you know, the top guy, however much they pay per month, they had a thing out there where they were meeting wrestlers and they were doing shows. It was kind of like their own little star cast. And I'm not going to name any names, but, I'm watching the UGA game at the bar. The bar, by the way, Hyatt Regency Schaumburg, you're you're stupid, right? Like, you got all these people there, and you close your bar area down at 5 p.m. on Labor Day weekend every fucking day. But they did leave the TVs on, and I had my own alcohol, so it was fine. So me and Leanne are sitting at, uh, we're sitting at the bar. We got the whole bar to ourselves, and I, you know, the games are on. 
and I get a text like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I'm watching the game. Y'all want to hang out after y'all are done with what you're doing? They're like, no, come in here. I'm like, I don't, I can't come in there. Like, I'm not a part of it. They're like, we'll get you in. So they get us in. And as soon as we get in, somebody comes over to the table and says, you're about to love what's about to happen. And I'm like, well, what could it be? And of course, the stinger shows up. He comes in, uh, he does a little sit down. They rewatch, they do a watch along with Shivani and all them. Uh, they do a watch along from fall brawl where the fake sting was in the cage with everybody. And he ran out and beat the shit out of the whole NWO and left. So that was cool. Um, after all out, there was an after party in the hotel lobby where white people got drunk and started taking their shirts off and getting chopped by this fucking gigantic human being. Can't remember his name. This dude was fucking huge. Like he's young as hell, but if he was walking with all the other wrestlers, Marty, you would have thought he was a wrestler. And he's in there chopping people and choke slamming people. And obviously I didn't do it because I'm black and uh, I don't let people hit me without me hitting them back. And I was not about to fight this fucking guy because guns are not allowed in Chicago. So, yeah. Uh, What's up, everybody in the chat, by the way? So, yeah, that was fun. All Out itself was a lot of fun. Like I said, when we go through all that, you can... I'll tell you whatever you want to know about the experience. Obviously, I got lucky with seats again. Had wrestlers like walking right past us and fighting right next to us. Got a boot to the face sign on TV. I feel like as many times. Well, this time I thought it was going to come up later. That was going to come up later. Uh, <clears throat> as many times as you come in contact and come close to Chris Jericho, why the hell has he, has he been on the show yet? You know, I. This, uh... is, the third, this is the third damn time. You've been right there with Jericho. So Second look, time you've been within arm's reach away from the sun, bitch. No, look, I'm looking through my photos the other day, and I'm just looking through pictures and videos from that weekend. I have like a five-second video of him literally like taking a sign from somebody, and he sees me standing there, and he turns around and like poses for my camera with the sign. Like he's literally looking straight at me. I had no clue about it because by that time, I was, whew, I was like three sheets in the wind, buddy. My wife told me, she was like, when you went and got those last two white claws, I was about to tell you, you can't have any more. She's like, you weren't belligerently drunk. She's like, but I could see you getting there. Do what? I mean, it's, it's Rucker's first big show. You got to know that something's going to happen. Yeah. And the people around us were cool. So, like nobody <clears> was, <throat> nobody was mad about me booing CM Punk and shit like that. As a matter of fact, the people around me didn't like CM Punk either. Uh, so that was fun, but yeah, let's uh, let's get in all out, Marty. How'd you enjoy the show watching it from home? Yeah, let's get into all out. I thought it was fantastic. Um, of course, it was Labor Day weekend. I work. Uh, I was working next night. I was like, I work, um, and so I didn't think I got home till almost nine thirty that night. So I watched that shit late. Um, I think I was up to almost one o'clock watching it, and I'm glad I did, man. It was. I thought it was a damn good card. Um, not not so happy with some of the outcomes. I think, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, not some of the rep- the debuts, <clears throat> but for the most part, I, I enjoyed the card. Um, we'll get into the first match. Do you happen to have the list of the picks? I do. As a matter of fact, I beat you. Okay. We'll we, we'll just say let's, that. Uh, let's go over that while we go over <laughs> the matches. What's that? I said I do have the picks, and I won. So I don't remember what we bet, but. Whatever we All right. bet, I won. <clears throat> so the pre-show match, we had the best friends versus the high, uh, the um, Hardy family office and Hybrid Two, um, best friends and 
Jurassic Express get the win. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to watch this match because it wasn't on, and it was like there was no pre-show match, so you weren't able to watch this. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, because then later on, when when Orange Cassidy came out with Statlander, it was like, what the hell happened earlier? Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, so who do we get for the who do we have for those ones? Uh, we both picked best friends in OC. I think what they do with their pre-show, I'm not sure, is I think they do it on YouTube. I don't think they do it on the channel that like Bleacher Report or whatever you order it from. I think their pre-shows are live on YouTube. Got they it. may be even be live on yeah. TNT. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we both pick OC and and uh, best friends. All right, then we got the AEW TNT Championship, and I'm not gonna lie, man, this the title with the green on it is so much better than the last two iterations of the title. Um, I, I know I, I've heard some people, you know, talking shit about it and stuff, but I like it with the green. Yeah. Um, Miro beats Kingston, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I know they were talking about how like he was like the second over most over person in the entire card. Um, Who Kingston I've heard from, from different shows and uh people that were listening and people that were there it sounds like kingston got a pretty big pop is that true you're saying kingston night? was the second most over person there yeah somebody's lying to you yeah he, that, now he was it was like, big like, it was like big matches. not 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 debuts not debuts but match like actual like people that were performing that night wasn't that it big? was big he, he he was popular as hell i'm not gonna lie to you like they okay. fucking love and they were chanting uh what'd they say redeem these nuts to him and all that shit Trailer Which, trash. Yeah. Again, uh, don't take your kids uh, to AEW shows because these chants get out of control. Uh, <laughs> it is not kid friendly at AEW at all. Uh, but yeah, Kingston. And Kingston was both had Miro. Yeah, Kingston was over, but Miro won, which is you know who should have won. Um, I don't really care too much about that match. What you were saying about the title, though, I agree with. I love the new title. It fits Miro. I, I personally think that everybody that wins a TNT title should get their own fucking color scheme of it. Uh, I think that would be cool. Right? Like, like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, instead of a plate or anything that have their name on it, like, change the color. Like, let, mm -hmm. the, let the winner, let the title holder have the color of their choosing. Like, yep. it's shown that they can do that, so why not? I think that's fantastic. Yep. Um, <clears throat> we both have Miro? Yep. All right. So, Moxley versus Kojima. And this was... I'm not gonna lie. I think that the at the end of this one was probably my biggest excitement for the debuts that night. Mm -hmm. um, we got John Moxley. He beat Kojima, um, and in a match that wasn't that it was it wasn't that much of a match to me. It wasn't really didn't really have that much umph to it. Um, I don't know how it was there in person, but it didn't really seem like it was that much of that big of a match. Um, as Kojima's walking down, I look. I'm just thinking the whole time like. This is not the match we should be getting. The match we should be getting is Moxley, and we should. And New Japan should have sent over like Suzuki or something. This is not the match we should get. And the match ends, and all of a sudden the music hits, and Suzuki comes Seriously? out. I popped like a I'm little bitch because I fucking love Suzuki, and he came down. He has interaction with Moxley. Um, yeah, man. How I, how was that? How was was there any kind of popper? From Suzuki there. And there was. What are your thoughts on that match? There was, but you could tell that the crowd was, like, waiting on something else. You know what I mean? Like, he got his mm -hmm. pop, and the the match itself even felt like something else was going to happen. And it went really quick. So when Moxley won, you know, I have a video of it. Like, 
when he won, I was like, well, something's clearly about to happen, so let me fucking record this. And then when the music hit, like, the crowd just went fucking ape shit. And then they went at it. Uh, obviously, he got the best of Moxley, and then they wrestled on Wednesday. But, yeah, New, J- New Japan is over like a motherfucker with uh, AEW crowd. Because, you know, they they have to know everything, right? Because so, I had no fucking clue. Who... Well, not on that, but, like, half their roster is from New Japan. Yeah. But the rumor is that, like, Tony Khan asked Moxley, like, who do you want to feud with? And his answer was New Japan. <laughs> so they're just trying to yeah, bring that's, in that's every fucking that's body. What I heard too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did some bitch is on a new, has a New Japan contract still. So he probably wants to get as much of those fights and now as much as possible as well. Yeah. And we both picked Moxley. Uh, on that we both, I know we've got both got Moxley yeah. on that. <clears throat> and then we got the women's championship. Uh-oh. Britt Baker, DMD. With Jamie Hayter and Rebel, and she defeats Chris Statlander. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. This is my favorite match of the night. Hmm. Um, Britt Baker did her thing, but I fucking love Statlander. Um, and she was giving her all, man. She could have won that match, and I don't know. I just I was probably, you know what? Actually, hold on. I don't know if it was the best match. I think it was close because I'm not gonna lie. That tag team match was fantastic i really enjoyed the tag team match um so i'm gonna say though from my show um statlander and baker and the lucha bros and young bucks are probably my two favorite matches of the night um i'll get that out of the way now uh Br- baker she beat statlander and that came down that was a good match man it, only 11 minutes long but in so one of the shortest matches of the card but man i really enjoyed the hell out of that match and statlander is going to be a champion in, in no time yeah, people kind of like Britt Baker. Uh, it was loud as fuck in there when she came out. Uh, people like Statlander, too. That match. So, from where we were sitting, there was a point in the match where Statlander was about to get counted out. And she jumped back in the ring. And I remember the crowd just going crazy for her getting back in the ring. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like, all she did was get back in the ring. Well, I didn't see what was happening was Orange Cassidy decided to fucking get out of character and start, like, yelling at her and hyping her up and shit, which is cool to see him act like that. I feel like he can't do that a lot. Like, he has to kind of stay in his bag, but when he does that and it's important like it was, like, obviously the crowd fucking loved it because they blew up when that happened. Um, Really good match. Like, you're right. Statlander is... I feel like since she's come back, she stopped trying to do all that crazy shit that was like damn near killing her the first time. And now she's just wrestling now mm-hmm. without trying to, I don't know. Her, her style is a little bit different and it's a little bit better, I think. And she's in way better shape and just like a general, uh, really good. I think she put on a really good match with Britt Baker. Yeah. I don't think Britt Baker is the best wrestler in the world, but she's the best like women's character that they have, which makes her over. I mean, you know, Becky Lynch isn't the best wrestler, but she's got a really good character over on the other company. So the match was good. The reaction was good. I wasn't excited about Statlander tapping out, but, you know, got to make Baker look strong. I was actually hoping Statlander won, even though we both picked uh, Britt Baker. But really good match. A lot of fun. Yeah. And then we get the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks in a cage match. And they win by pinfall. And hot damn, this was a damn good match. I fucking love this match. I'm a Bucks fan. That's not that's that's known. I'm not the biggest Lucha Bros fan. 
Um, well, I mean, it's well documented. I'm not you don't that like Hispanic people, Marty. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what an asshole. No, uh, you picked the Bucks. I picked the Lucha Bros. So this is our first one that we disagreed on. Look, I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. By this point in the show, I was drunk. Like, super drunk. I remember this match, but I and I haven't I haven't went back and watched the pay per view yet either because I wanted to come on here and try to recollect through drunk memory. But I remember uh, when they pulled those fucking Jordans out with the thumbtacks on the bottom of them. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And Pentagon was, you know how much you got to be bleeding to be wearing a fucking mask and us still see the blood coming through it. Like he was bleeding like a motherfucker. Dude, he was fucking tore up. Like I I was like, okay. We're going to see the mask being ripped down, and we're going to see his fucking skin pulling down at the same time. Like, son of a Yeah, it like was. that dude. It was bad. Uh, he got, and then when they kicked him in the face with the Jordans on, and it stuck on his face, I don't know how they did that. Yeah. I don't know how they pulled that shit off, but that shit looked <laughs> gruesome in person. Um, I, you know, the jump off the top of the cage by uh, Ray, Fe- Ray Phoenix. This guy is so fucking good. Like, I don't think he'll ever be a world champion, but... I mean, if they, he could be like the Rey Mysterio of this generation. He's that fucking good. Like, I don't even know how old he is, to be honest with you, because he's got a mask yeah. on. Uh, but the big brother, little brother combo that they were doing where Phoenix and Nick Jackson both got taken out and Matt Jackson and Penta had to fight each other was good. Uh, the ending was really good. Just He's only going to be 31 this year, by the way. So he's that still match, young. Yeah, that match was fantastic. Uh, a I haven't seen a lot of cage matches in person, so I'll just go out on the limb and say it's the best cage match I ever saw in real life because the only one I ever remember seeing besides that was like Dolph Ziggler and Rey Mysterio at a house show. So it was way better than that. Oh, um, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> but yeah, fantastic match. Uh, good ending. The right team won. Fuck the Young Bucks. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but but yes, the right team did win. Uh, then we get our 20-woman Casino Battle Royale for the future AEW Women's Championship. Mm. I love this, match. I thought it was fantastic with the amount of people they had in there and everything. Um, some people eliminated quickly, which was good. Some people that got eliminated quickly, that wasn't very good. Um, and then we get a debut for the Joker card. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not happy about that. Like, fuck that noise. I'll say that shit louder for the people in the back. Fuck that noise. You don't like Ruby Soho? No. Uh, Ruby Soho, Ruby Riot. Um, it just uh, no. It just doesn't. She just doesn't do it for me. Wrestling on the mic. Um, even going back, you know, things with Heidi Lovelace. It's just she's never done anything that has intrigued me as a wrestler or as a character. Uh, and, and honestly, I, the way that things have been going with the WWE, I can see why they let her go. They can't have both her and Rhea Ripley on the same show. They can't. They could. You know what I mean? They both have that, that kind of same kind of look. I mean, they could, but that's why they didn't. I mean, yeah. they want me to be the biggest thing they have. And I mean, look, like everybody else that's re-debuting um, with AEW. I don't know, man. I, guess, I know Are she's we, a big name. I know that people love her. Delay? I know she's a hometown girl, but... No, I think we got a big was, time I was, delay. I was still talking. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I do no. think we got a delay going on. But go ahead. Say what you were going to say. Um, 
I don't even know. I'll start looking at other shit. I think with her, like with anybody that's coming from WWE to AEW, I'm willing to like erase what I thought about them and just kind of see what happens. But I'm like you, I didn't like her in WWE. I didn't know her before WWE. I personally think that, you know, the internet, there's a lot of people that got behind her. And so it was the cool thing to do to get behind her. Cause honestly, I don't see it. Like, I didn't like her in the ring when she was there at AEW. I didn't like her interview on Wednesday. Like, so far, there's nothing horrible. she's done that I like besides the fact that she posed up on the turnbuckle when I was standing there with the sign behind her. That's the coolest thing she's done so far. I mean, it was awesome. That master is two debuts in AEW. <laughs> Ruby Soho, and we have Boots to the Face Wrestling Podcast. That was my favorite. That was my favorite debut of the night. Fuck the guitar Suzuki. <laughs> Got a good pop too. Uh, <laughs> it was fantastic, and I got to give props to uh, to Leanne for making that sign on the spot. Everybody thought everybody thought they were cheering for Ruby Soho. They were cheering for the boot to the face sign in the back. Exactly. Well, there was a moment, that, you know, it was she was getting chin off, so it got louder out of nowhere, and then you see the sign behind her it says "boot to the face." I'm like, oh shit, that's why the, that's why the pop's coming. The pop ain't for Ruby. The pop's for boot to the face. The story and behind. The story behind that's pretty funny too because Hoop was with us and he had a uh, some guy handed him a, a Conrad Thompson like cutout head and uh-huh. in the I can't remember, I want to think it was the women's match he went walking down the aisleway with the Conrad Thompson head and it was just floating and he was like did I get on TV and my wife was like yeah and she was like can I have it and he was like yeah and I look over and she's got her fucking lipstick out like painting boot to the face on there she's like all right go now. And I go and I just, I don't even look. I'm just walking and people are looking at me. And I was like, did I get on TV? She was like, it was fucking perfect. And then I started getting screenshots on Twitter of it. And I'm like, oh shit, I was on TV. So that was, that was fun. I hate to be that guy, but you'll never get that chance again. Like it pisses me off when I see hey, people man. doing it, but whatever. If you're not your biggest fan, who will be? Yeah. Gotta get uh, yourself over. There's before no we, the best wrestlers are the ones that get themselves over. Before we uh before we finish up the review, we haven't taken a break yet, so let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we will finish talking about AEW All Out and the whole nine here on Boot to the Face episode. What episode are we on? I don't see it anywhere. Fifty four. All right, we'll be right back. One fifty four. Cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, your tata. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, get the uh. All of the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up double dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings, I'm riding around in the coop. I take your bitch right from you, bitch I'm a dog Beat the whole walls loose, then hop in the frog I tell that bitch it can come for me, swear all these hitters is under me They hating the devil, keep jumping me, bankrolls on me, keep me company Hey, hated the 
nothing ghost My diamonds a choker Holding the fire with no holster Break the rule of diamonds cold It's a rollie, not a mule though. Dabbing on them like the usual Magic with the brick to voodoo Course I with a bad bitch Then I'll send that bitch an Uber You're rich plus I'm bougie Tryna make my life a movie Raindrops, drop top Smoking on cooking a hot box Fucking on your bitch, she a thot thot Cooking up dope in the crock pot We came from nothing to Sunday, bruh I don't trust nobody, grip the uh Call up the gang and they come for ya Crime here, ever give you a Bad and bougie, whipping up dope with the Uzi. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. My bitch is bad and bougie, cooking up dope with the Uzi. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Don't know nobody, on nobody. Always on the job, I got no hobby. Got my city fucking with me, cause I'm homegrown. Vibing out more than my phone, though. Leave me alone. Welcome back, boot to the face, my bitch is bad and bougie, Marty. Welcome back, boot to the face, for some reason I couldn't get that stopped just then, uh, <laughs> that's why I played so long. Sheena says she loves that cover. I do too. I I tell you what, I've said this before. Since we can't play uh, real music on Twitch, I've fallen down these cover song wormholes like something awful. And there's some really talented fucking people out there. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, I agree with that. No, I've, uh... Yeah, I can hear you. You're kind of quiet there. You're kind of low. Um, we're having internet issues. Uh, so apparently, get back into all out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> My internet is running high, so I don't know. Um, anyways, we got the Ruby Soho debut in Casino Battle Royale. Comes down to her and Thunder Rosa. Follow, you know, maybe they just get her in there and still get Thunder Rosa the win. Instead, they get Ruby Soho the win. So not only does she get the debut, she gets the win. Um, how do you feel about Ruby Soho having the future title shot against the AEW World Champion? I mean, it's fine. She's not going to win. So, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't care about it because we all know she's not going to win it, and then it'll go wherever. She better not win it, dude. Um, I tell you what. I'm really looking forward to Jamie Hayter. Like, that match at Ruby Soho, she was fucking vicious with her on Wednesday. That fucking yeah, move was. where she hot-shotted her into the top rope and then, like, ragdolled her into the bottom rope. I was like, oh, shit. Did she do that on purpose? <laughs> like, there was nothing she could do about it. But uh, I like the Casino Battle Royal. I think, you know, obviously I would have loved to see a different winner. Uh, I think some people did get eliminated a little bit too quickly. But in a Battle Royal, like... You know who the winner is going to be when you go into it, and everybody else is just kind of fending for themselves. Uh, I'm excited about Jade Cargill feuding with Nyla Rose now. Their little friendship lasted like two weeks. That'll be good to see a fucking powerhouse go up against Nyla Rose instead of her picking on all these little ass women. Uh, Let's say, talking about someone who's vicious. She's, yeah, she's going to destroy. I hope that she destroys Nyla Rose. I'm not going to lie. She does a really good boot to the face. She did that right. That's right. Damn right. 
Uh, <clears throat> then we get the singles match that ends by submission. If he loses, Jericho is no longer in ring competition. And Jericho beats MJF, and I fucking love it. Um, so I will tell you, when I woke up the next day, I thought Jericho was retired. That's how drunk I was. I remember MJF winning the match. I don't remember what happened. And I was like, wait a minute, didn't Jericho win? And I'm going back and forth in my head. I'm like, yeah, but I think they restarted and MJF won again. No, I guess Jericho won. But I was extremely happy when MJF, MJF won the match and then they restarted it for Jericho to come back. Oh, my God. I'm surprised it didn't come through on TV, me screaming happy screams of joy when Jericho lost. But it was not to be. They restarted the match. He ended up losing. Uh, it was a... It was a good match, you know. I was on TV during that match, so that was good. Uh, <laughs> this show's all about me. All that was all about me. They should change it to all about Rucker. Um, but yeah, it was it's fun, man. Like you really got to go to one of these pay per views. I know they happen during the fucking weekends that you can't leave, but some kind of way you got to. Fit. A AEW TV show is fun, but these pay per views, like the whole weekends, like it's a different animal. Uh, it's like everybody's there, everybody's in town, and it's all just building to getting into that building that night. And once you get in that building, like it's like a fucking wave of bad body odor and neck beards and energy just all hit you in the face. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. It didn't smell that bad this time. People showered this time. It was weird. Um, this time. But yeah, it was... It was like just a wave of energy hit you. Like as soon as you walked in, you're like, fuck, this is about to be fun. Uh, and I did get side note. I did get me a all out T-shirt. Um, it looks just like the one I got from all in, except this one says I was there. Uh, so that was good. The lines weren't incredibly long. I was able to sneak around and get one. Um, but yeah, the the Jericho MJF match, man, the crowd was ready for it. MJF. Everybody says he's a great heel. He's not a heel. Fucking people love MJF. Okay, now I'm glad you mentioned that because I've been thinking about this all week long. He's not a good heel at all. Like, he's the king of cheap heat. That's what he does. He shits on the town. He shits on the people. He shits on the on the performers. What what real heat does he have? I get that's what that's what a heel is, but like there, he has there's no real talent there to be a heel. Like simple as that. Like he's not. I don't know. I don't know how to put it, put it, like the finger on it. But all he does is, you know, it's, it's talking about like cheap pops, where like, oh, you know, welcome to the um, whatever, you know, whatever arena they're at, you know, and then all of a sudden they get pop. That's it's like cheap. It's like that, you know. Yeah. But he does it to the city. He does it heat wise. It's annoying and it's fucking ridiculous. And um, his promo on Wednesday. It just showcased it even more so. And it was just so fucking irritating and annoying. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest MJF uh, fan. Had he get... re- had he retired Jericho though, I was gonna buy me an MJF shirt. I would become a quick MJF fan had he beat Jericho. Jericho needs to hang it up. I'm not even gonna get into any more of it. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Jericho needs to hang it up. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. I'd rather see Jericho in a match than fucking Sting. Um, and the coming down, you know, we'll get to it a little bit later. You know, see, why you got to get personal? Like, like Sting had PT nothing to do Marshall. with the conversation we were talking about. And you just want to throw an icon's Talk name about old wrestlers. There. 
old fucking wrestlers that need to hang it up. Sting doesn't even wrestle. He's just there with his son. He's going to be wrestling his son. <laughs> Sting wrestles for like three minutes and he gets out of the way. Jericho goes out there for 20 minutes, He's fucking wrestling. stumbling around, like falling over all over the place. Can't wrestle anymore. Doesn't even look like a wrestler anymore. He needs to just be a commentator. Sting comes out there, gets on, get off, get out. He's there quick. And he rarely wrestles. He's wrestled like three times since he's been there for almost well, a year. Chill out. Let's see what happens when it's Sting versus Tully. Uh, how that match goes. Then you're going to be like, yeah, his motherfucker needs to retire. Yeah, he's going to go out and death drop his old ass. And he's going to death drop Tessa when she comes out there. And he's going to throw up the fucking black power sign. That didn't happen. <laughs> I, just, I just saw an article today. That shit ain't happening. Yeah, ain't nobody touching she Tessa. She is nuclear, according to everybody. Yeah, she's got a bad attitude. Uh, Even besides the uh, alleged racism that she has, she, apparently like she's just, she just yeah. a shitty person. Which, if you shitty think about person, it, it makes sense because ethic. look at the uh, go back to the WWE's first May Young Classic. Like she was the name everybody was talking about, and the fact that they had her in the NXT building. And she walked out, and they signed all these other people, and not her. That should have told everybody something right there. Because mm-hmm. pure wrestling, like she was the best. Yep, exactly. And talking about, sorry to mention Paul Paul White versus QT Marshall. Um, tried, so stupid of a match. I tried to fucking time. get past. Should not have been on the card. I, <laughs> I, I was hoping I could throw you off, and we wouldn't have no, to talk about. Just throw it in there. That was when I bought my T-shirt. CM Punk and Darby Allen. I thought it was a decent match. I don't, it wasn't a great match. I know people fucking love it because it's Philip. Um, it was alright, but ah, it was whatever. It was a, it was it was a match. It was yeah, simple as that. I tell the you hype what, was bigger than the match. Put it that way. That's I tell you sure. what, we both picked Darby Allen to win, and I was like, we had that after party Friday night after their shows and all that shit. And I was in the lobby telling anybody that would listen to Darby Allen needs to win. And they were just like, what? And then I was trying to talk people into it. So when he got the first go to sleep and rolled out of the ring, I was like, oh shit, here we go. Here we go. Nope. Wasn't to be. He got hit with another go to sleep pin right in the middle of the fucking ring. Um, you know, it is what it is. CM Punk's attire. I'm all for the long tights. I love the long tights. Uh, you remember Shawn Michaels first came back and he had them fucking tights on and like there was a hell in a cell match and it it was like he didn't get them finished. That's what CM Punk's looks like. It looked like he wasn't ready and his his clothes weren't finished. So he just like, well, I got to put them on because I got to go wrestle. Um, everybody's going off about his tights or whatever. I like it. I I think more people should wear the long time. I don't like trunks. I don't know why. I'm big on on ring attire and I'm not a fan of trunks. I like long tights on people. But the match itself, it was all right. It was the reaction was fucking incredible though. Like I have a video of me standing there and the whole crowd is just chanting CM Punk's name before his music hit and when his music hit, them motherfuckers lost their mind. And again, don't like the guy, not a fan of myself, but to be around a reaction like that was was fucking fun. She's talking yeah, no, about when, you, when you're talking shit about Sting. Yeah. You don't talk. We don't slander the good name of the Stinger around these parts, Marty. You know the rules. Anyways, final match, AEW World Championship. 
Kenny Omega, uh, Christian Cage. Will Christian beat Omega again? No. Not that night. Not that night. <laughs> In a word, no. And not only that that night, but Christian Cage got quickly dropped. By the end of this, by the end of this card, Christian Cage got dropped from the top of the heap to the bottom of the barrel because this some bitch is irrelevant now. He's down there with Hangman Page. Uh, I think I, you know what I think he might even be a step below Hangman Page at this point. Um, this match, Hangman Page is young and upcoming. Where Christian Cage is, it's like eh, we got what we needed out of you. Uh, now just hang around. We're gonna help you get Jurassic Express over even further. I tell you what, I uh, again by the, by the end of the night, like I was gone. I can't speak for everybody in the building, but during this match, I was just waiting for it to be over because I knew something was gonna happen. I was more intrigued by what was gonna happen after the match than what was happening. I knew there was no way in hell Christian was gonna win. I knew I wasn't gonna care about the match. The fact that it was the main, it's only the main event because it was for the world title, which, which is respectable by AEW. That's one thing other companies do that I don't like. Your world title should be the main event. Either the world title or the women's world title should be the main event of every fucking pay-per-view. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Um, so I can appreciate that. I didn't care for the match. Like I said, I knew Omega was going to win. I was just there to see what happened afterwards. Rumors were rampant that Brian Danielson was showing up. So that's who I was expecting. But when Adam Cole came out, and I don't even like Adam Cole. I lost my shit when Adam Cole came out. I was like, it. I start yeah, thinking I of all, I, I start thinking of all those BTEs, and when they kicked him out of the Bullet Club with Marty Skrull and shit, I was like, oh my god, he's about to fuck up the elite. And then he comes in and hugs everybody. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know that was fantastic. And I, when he gets in the ring and he's going back and forth with Kenny, I'm like, yes. Here we go. We're about to get some fucking revenge, some payback. We're about to go down. And then do you think, really? He's one of our best friends. I'm a son of a bitch. Yep. And then he just fucked. He just was a jungle boy. He fucked jungle boy up. Boom. Um, yeah. And again, another star coming to AEW. And what's the first thing they do? They shit on WWE. Like, really? Why? Why? Like, they... Let's be honest. Adam Cole was an indie star. Adam Cole was New Japan. But Adam Cole, at the same point, was a nobody on the mainstream If until WWE put his name there. Like, they elevated him to a level where he was the, the face of the other of that other brand. You know what I mean? And, and the first thing you do is, is, is just throw jabs at the WWE. I mean, you're already wearing NXT colors. Then you're gonna have no chance in hell. Like, come on, bro. Really? I'm really getting tired of w, of AEW. Of, 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 like, the, I pre, I feel like they signed their contracts and like, all right, this is what you're gonna debut. But if you're gonna debut, your first thing you have to do is knock on WWE. Oh yeah, so you don't get your contract. All right, where's the bottom line? Let me show. Let me dot, let me dot, sign on that dotted line. Um, I don't know, every single person, with the exception of Daniel Bryan, because that hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm. Will it happen? I'll, I hope not. Because... I'm going to tell you. I, I got. I have. Some, I have a scoop on that. But we'll, we'll go ahead and get to uh, what happened after Adam Cole came out. Adam Cole went on and uh, you know they attacked the Jungle Express, and then Daniel Bryan's music hits. Same music, just a little fuck, just a little bit different. I like. They added it. a little bit to the end. I like. But it I, I like it too. It but this Bumblebee thing came on. Yeah. What's that? 
It had a little bass in the music this time. It had like a so, little beat to it. I liked it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I like I like it too. <clears throat> he shows up, uh, tries to save the day, does kind of save the day. So then we get the debut of, of not only Adam Cole, but also Daniel Bra- or Brian Danielson in AEW. So I'll tell you this: like, there's a for some reason the change of scenery on people really does it for me. You know, I don't like Daniel Bryan. I didn't, but mm-hmm. when he came out in AEW, like I don't know, there was just something about him. I was like, I fucking dig this. Like. I think I'm going to be a Brian Danielson fan. Uh, you talked about how they debut immediately and they start shitting on WWE. So he cut a promo. I don't know if it was on TV or not. Was his promo on TV? Or did they go on off the air? On AEW? Yeah. No, on, uh, well, on the pay-per-view. He grabbed the microphone and talked I, for I a while. I think he cut a small one. No, he talked for a while. But so. Well, for a while? I, yeah. I don't remember him talking for a while. So he grabs the microphone, Marty, and he immediately starts talking about like where he come from. And he says something to the nature of, look, where I used to work, I loved it. I loved everything about it. And when I tell you he got booed out of the fucking building just for saying that he liked WWE, he basically like complimented him a lot and was like, you know, it was good for me. And I, this, that and the third. And he's like, but I'm a wrestler and I came here to fucking wrestle. And then they lost their shit again. But I'm telling you, like, the crowd's chanting yes, and then this guy says one positive thing about WWE, and they boo him out of the fucking building. And that's why. That's why they all come here, and they all shit on him, because they all have to get that pop, and they don't want that reaction. Brian didn't give a fuck, though. He was like, look, I'm not going to come out here and lie. Like, I enjoyed working in WWE, which obviously he did. He was just in the fucking WrestleMania main event, like, three months ago. Like, clearly he enjoyed it. I mean, he met his, he's got his wife from there. He's gonna be yeah. made, made some money. He's a world champion. I mean, How you the fuck would he not be through one thing for WWE? I mean, you gotta respect it that the guy can come out and just be honest. Like, look, I didn't leave there because I was mistreated. I leave there just because mm-hmm. I wanted to go. I wanted a new job. I wanted to go somewhere else and wrestle people that I haven't wrestled before. Yeah. which is pretty much what he said. <clears throat> so. Exactly. And now that we talk about Daniel Bryan, um, we'll talk about some other rumors that came around after that too. Apparently as of today, like there's contracts for the like three years. Um, it's good for like until like twenty twenty four, so mm. it's probably gonna be wrestling for a little while, it looks like it. But I saw a, a report today that Vince gave him to even in his contract to get him to stay, even gave him in a contract to where he can wrestle G one climax this month. And still be in WWE. I thought, holy shit, that's awesome. Uh, obviously, that wasn't enough for him. He wants to wrestle everywhere else. Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna. I liked when Daniel Bryan showed up. I saw a little bit of fire to him that we hadn't seen in a while. Um, but I'm not gonna jump on board yet. I'm gonna wait to see what happens because I think we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of the same Daniel Bryan. Just we're gonna we may get a little more aggressive. Daniel Bryan in the ring because I feel like they are going to let the break, like take the training wheels off and let him do his thing. But I don't know. I think that the AEW is going to back themselves in the same fucking hole that WWE did with Daniel Bryan, and everyone's going to want him to fucking be the champion, and they're going to want to push him to the championship, and the AEW is not going to do it yet, and it's going to. I think it's going to backfire eventually. That will backfire. I uh I have a different feeling about it. So, I think it's gonna um, work. Than- I think uh Okay. I'm I'm I tell you what, man, I'm I'm leaning closer and closer to liking AEW more than WWE every day. Like 
they're just doing everything right in my eyes in WWE. Well, I shouldn't say WWE. SmackDown Friday night was fantastic. SmackDown always is good. Like WWE still got the bigger stars and stuff like like it's it's such a different show. So I don't want to sit here and compare them to one, but if mm-hmm. SmackDown and AEW were on on the same night and I could only watch one without DVR and all that and I'd miss the other one, right now I'd probably watch AEW over that. A month ago, it probably would have been SmackDown. Just right now, they got so much, just so much more momentum right now, right? Like, and I feel like WWE's momentum is going the opposite way. And honestly, I don't feel like they're doing anything to try to fucking change it. They're just like, we've already got our money. We're going to go to Saudi Arabia and get a billion dollars. Fox gave us a billion dollars. Like, we don't have to try anymore. Um, So, that's just me. But... I'm fickle. Like next month, it might be Monday Night Raw that I enjoy more than everything. I doubt that because I don't even fucking watch Raw anymore. Um, but yeah, all out. Before we take a break, Marty, because we gotta we gotta take a break and we gotta come back and tie up everything else because we went long on all out. What'd you think about the show altogether, though? If you had to rate it A, B, C, D, F, what would you give it? I'm giving it an A. It's an A. I'm giving it an A. I agree. I give it an A. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it again, and it may go to an A plus, but I'll give it an A. It was it was so much fun to be there. I don't think it'll be an A plus, but I think it's definitely a solid A. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will talk about other stuff in the world of professional wrestling that is not AE. I mean, we'll still talk a little AEW, but we'll talk about other stuff that's not uh, all out, including. Somebody showed up on AEW Dark Taping, Marty. We'll let you know who that was on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Yes, we did. Just a thug in it It's like Welcome back, boot to the face, talking AEW, WWE, NWA, Empower, everything. We're talking all of it, Marty. Actually, not Empower, just NWA. Um, Before we went to break, though, Marty, we were talking about 
somebody debuting at an AEW dark taping, a little screen cap you sent me last night. Could you let me know who that would be, sir? That would be Miss Santana Garrett showing up at AEW tapings. Um, so whether she's fully all elite, I don't know. But she posted it herself this morning. Uh, it, Santana Garrett, for the moment, is elite. We knew that from the beginning, though. Can I tell you? I wish it would have been next week. Because <laughs> I think the timing is horrible. Uh, we're not going to get into it, but I think the timing is horrible. Clearly. Uh, we don't know the restrictions and stuff like that. But it is what it is, Marty. I think... I think our luck is just not good when it comes to uh, Miss Garrett. I, I don't think it is. And, yep, yeah, that's, um. we'll find out. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations to her. She'll be good in that division if they actually use it. Hopefully she just won't be on dark all the time wrestling, you know, Abaddon. Uh, well, apparently her match on tapings was against Diamante. Oh, that's pretty good. Diamante's got a uh, so she's got we'll a feud going goes. on with Big Swole right now, so that's pretty good. Uh, their women's division is just mm-hmm. getting stacked right now. Like they got a lot of really good women in that division. Uh, let's go ahead and run through all the other stuff we got to talk about, Marty. Because, like I said, we went long on AEW, so let's try to get through all this other shit before we got to get up out of here. Yeah, so I just want to get your thoughts. Big back, big time backs. What are your thoughts on Becky's heel turn? You know, it all, it feels like, remember when she was the champion of Raw and she was coming out acting all crazy and talking shit like she, like they were trying to turn her heel and then she got attacked by Shayna Baszler? I feel like that's what this is again. Like, it's mm-hmm. basically a continuation of that. I don't know. I, she's been gone for a year. She left as the biggest babyface in the company. Like, I get she wanted to be a heel, but... Let her turn heel after like six months. Like, don't bring her back and just have her start acting stupid like this. That fucking red fur coat was the dumbest looking shit I'd ever seen. That's the first time I've like not liked Becky Lynch since she's been on my radar. It takes a lot. Like her and Rollins were like, all right, who's gonna wear the bigger jacket tonight? And she said, I am bitch. I'll get the fuck out of my way. WWE actually tweeted Drip Queen. It runs in the family. Like, come on, man. Let her just yuck. Uh, I did like I did like her standing up and being like, "I left my baby at home for you people, and y'all are booing me." Like that was funny. I did like that. I like I like the package of it. I just don't like yes. the wrapping, if that makes sense. I like what's inside the package. I just don't like the wrapping. Okay, I got you. I got uh, you. And I think I she's. I'm all for it. I think um, she's doing her part to get Bianca over even bigger as a babyface too. Like. Bianca's already over by herself, but I, everybody complained about the 26. I think this is going to take Bianca to another fucking level once it's all said and done. Yeah, agreed. Um, <clears throat> Roman got the Brock challenge and Demon Balor coming his way. Um, I don't think Demon Balor's ever lost a match. Not in WWE. He about to. He about to. Quickly. Tell you that right now. Um. Roman's a heel, right? Last I checked. It's weird because he stood in the middle of the ring at Madison Square Garden and said, acknowledge me. And the whole fucking crowd started chanting his name. Went nuts. 
they went I, I had that down too like he fucking let's put it this way he started the card and he had the biggest pop and cheering out of anybody that night and then brock's music hit later and it's same thing you know but it kind of went that way but at the end it started out with the biggest pop and everyone cheering on him and at the night of the night he got the biggest boo and it just shows how, how polarizing it is he passed john cena man like they just dude they fucking loved him in the madison square garden um and it's about fucking time people need to fucking acknowledge him if they haven't yet they're doing it because they think it's cool to it's not um quit playing yourself quit playing yourself acknowledge him this will be the first i don't care what pwi says <laughs> this will be the first uh title defense he has where i'm actually like nervous about who's gonna win this is the first one where i don't know yeah. like because wwe is always favorite brock over roman anytime they wrestle each other so is brock really gonna come in and fucking smash the tribal chief or is this new Roman just going to fucking choke him out like he does every... Imagine Roman beating Brock with a fucking guillotine, a UFC, a fucking MMA move when Brock is the MMA guy. Like, how dope would that be? Right. If he fucking chokes out Brock Lesnar. I love Lesnar. it. And let's uh, not, not forget, you know, this whole interaction with, with Paul Heyman mm-hmm. is fucking fantastic. We called I it. I fucking love it. We called Everything it months ago. about it. You remember us talking about that? We called this months ago. That when, when Brock came oh, no, back. I know. Yeah, if he was to go after Roman, that there needed to be like a power struggle. You saw what Roman did. He looked at Paul and fucking snatched the belt from him and walked out. And Paul was like, <laughs> Paul Heyman's such a fucking piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> once Roman left him, all of a sudden he just goes right back to being Brock's fucking advisor. <laughs> I jumped up. Mike, he's going to flip that quick. Roman's like, oh, fuck, I don't know. He's like, oh, I better I better cover my ass. So, uh, be raining, defending. I'm like, son of And then Brock just fucking picks his ass up. I'm like, oh, shit. Paul, so you gonna funny. get laid the fuck out. Yeah, that was and so Brian funny. Roman came and saved his ass. Uh, I'm loving it. I dig it. I'm cool with it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. At this point, I don't have a problem with Brock Lesnar being there right now. Not one bit. Nah. I, uh, he, he's a star, too, man. Just... The energy in the building changes when his music hits and he walks out there. It feels like, absolutely. I mean, everybody knows what pro wrestling is, but when Brock Lesnar comes out, it feels like, oh shit, somebody's about to get fucked up for real. Like, yeah, if 100%. he just decides to try to kill somebody, like, there's nobody in that building that can stop him. I mean, he damn near decapitated both the Usos. Yeah. So, you know, um, quick hits, uh, Pritchard and Vince taking over NXT production. We'll see how that goes in the long term, but probably not going to be good. Al Snow in the news, he uh, saved a kid from drowning oh, wow. in, at the beach that got caught up in a riptide a couple, yesterday or this week. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was, I was like, oh, shit, that's, he fucking saw the kid out there and just jumped in and went out there to, apparently lifeguards went around, but he, uh, yeah, pulled this kid out of a riptide. So props and to Al Snow for jumping in and saving a life. Yeah. Um, Olympian gold medal Gabe Stevenson signs a multi-year contract with the WWE after his brother just signed with NXT last week. Also, mm. with that signing of his brother, another brother was signed to NXT. The big one. Jimmy and Jay's little brother is joining NXT. The bloodline is going to get bigger. He's good, too. Yeah, like, he is. Really I, good. I, 
yeah i i've been waiting for this to happen for a long time um i feel like over the last year and a half he's really started building a name for himself out there and it, you, you knew it was only a matter of time before he jumped over there the fact that all three of them are there now i think we get rikishi coming back sooner rather than later too and showing up um not that he needs to rest not that he's gonna wrestle or anything <clears throat> but i mean if all three of his boys are there's only a matter of time before rikishi shows up on tv you know what i'm saying i don't need rikishi on tv i don't need rikishi either but i would love for rikishi to show up and roman put his ass down and be like i don't care if these are your boys they fucking follow me acknowledge me just and then just i think it just fuels the fire of where this is going to go with, with roman reigns at the head of the table um real Triple quick h, uh yeah you talked about the bloodline getting bigger how long before we get Naomi in the bloodline? Because Sonya just keeps a, playing seriously. her. Seriously. Sonya just keeps playing her me. off. Like, I'm waiting on her to just punch Sonya in the face. Like, bitch, you got time for me now? <laughs> like, you're not yeah. just going to keep ignoring me? Since we're talking about her, like, I'm over Sonya. Like, I've been over Sonya for a long-ass time. Uh, and every week, she just gets worse and worse. Like, just fuck, get her off TV. Mm. Like, if she can't wrestle, then that's fine. But fuck, she's a... Like, Adam... Um, Adam was was annoying me for a while, and and now that they've given her the voice, she he's just she's fucking annoying, man. She's almost as bad as Stephanie, um, as far as the power trip she has, and it's fucking ridiculous. Um, Triple H had a cardiac event, was in the hospital this week. Um, I don't know, maybe that's one reason why Pritchard and Vince are taking over, give him a little bit of a rest. I don't know, but that's in the news, and then. I guess we could talk about this next week, so we don't have to get to it. But just kind of keep this in mind. AEW getting too packed too quickly. And we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Um, seems like a good, that seems like a topic we'll have to delve into. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's just because it was a quick announcement. I just want to hit it real quick since we're there. PWI announced their top 10 wrestler, or they, well, the top 500. Mm-hmm. But the top 10 wrestlers, and we'll just go all top 10 down, Rich Swan. Shingo Takaji, Finn Balor, I guess he was NXT champion for most of the year. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay, John Moxley, Kota Ibushi, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, yeah, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. You know, I'm gonna tell you right now, Drew McIntyre. I'm way too fucking hard. done with him, dude. Like, like they we talked about this a year and a half ago give them giving us too much McIntyre too early. Mm-hmm. And it's at the point now where I don't want McIntyre on my TV at all anymore. I'm, it, you know, the PWI list is what it is, right? Like it's a quote unquote kayfabe list, like for wrestling fans for wrestling. Like it's not a real thing. Like there's no, there's no way to find out who the best one It's basically opinions of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you this, though. I love the fact that Bobby Lashley is number three right there behind Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega because Lashley has had a fucking great year run um, from WrestleMania to WrestleMania, I think, is when they do it or something like it's It's not from January to January. I think it's like maybe March to March or some shit like that. Yeah, but I'm, so really, I think, I'm pretty sure it's from like the spring through the spring, like the WrestleMania yeah. season through to the end of the year or something like that. But I'm really happy Lashley got his due because he's been putting in work. He's the fucking champion. Uh, I'm glad to see it. And Lashley's another guy that he's a heel, but, like, he was over as fuck on Monday Night Raw. Were you? Did you watch the uh, the main event? 
I did, but, and I fucking loved it. And the fact that Oma, I thought Omos almost whooped that. He almost whooped that ass, man. Yeah, he attacked him from behind. It. But Lashley like what? was getting chanted from the crowd, like in the middle of yeah. a main event match. Like that's that just made my heart happy, as the white girls say. Um, because it is pumpkin spice season, so I'm in my basic bitch vocabulary this week. This this season, and as I'm looking at the screen right now with the PW top ten. There's a picture of pumpkin spice in the advertisement <laughs> right next to that. So yes. it's fucking fitting. Um, Omega and um, Roman. I did think that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that uh, I thought it was um, Omega posted it and called out, basically called out like everyone in the other places that he's been. I forgot who it was that shouted him out. Like, oh, I think it was Osprey. It was Osprey. You know, Everybody feature. shits on Osprey. And then <clears throat> Omega straight shut up. I was like, well. Had to take a big, a bigger dog from somewhere else to even come close to beating me. Yep. I'm like, all right, recognition, acknowledgement. I got you. He acknowledged so. the tribal chief. Uh, yeah, I, I find Kota those Bushi. two were. He fucked up the IWG. So. Those two were interchangeable, though. I mean, as much as I don't like Omega, he's he's a star in the second biggest company in the world right now. He's the world champion. He puts on really good matches when he wants to. Um, mm-hmm. That one at All Out was not one of them, but. When he wants to, he can put on the best match of the card. Uh, he does the V-trigger a little bit too much, just as much as Roman does the fucking Superman punch. But as far as I'm concerned, Roman's number one. Uh, yes, I'm a fan. But Roman doesn't do Superman punch as much as he used to. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm a fan of Roman. Yeah, I fucking lean more Roman than Omega. But just trying to separate everything as much as I can. Like, the guy, you know, he beat two Hall of Famers at the same time and sent one of them to AEW after beating his ass one on one. And now he's AEW. Say get the fuck out of my yard. I mean, if you look at this through the eyes of professional wrestling, if Brian Danielson beats Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns beat Brian Danielson, doesn't that make Roman Reigns better than Kenny Omega? Just saying. It's connected. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Um last thing we'll hit before we uh go ahead and get up out of here. G1 Climax starts next month, or actually starts next week. Um, I love G1, G1 Climax. I can't watch it all because it's just so much fucking wrestling. Yeah. Like five nights a week for, for like four weeks. But, man, when you, I, I like to pick up the matches I can watch. Um, but they announced the blocks, and I'm going to throw these names out there. I, I know you probably won't watch any much of this at all, if at all, and you'll want maybe tune in the, the final. Um, but the winner of this does end up going on to Wrestle Kingdom to face the world champion. And right now... I'm pretty sure Takaji is still champion, is he not? I don't know who the champion is. And he's in he's fucking in the G1 climax. So I don't get this at all. I don't know why they continually put the champion in the G1 climax. Maybe so they win and they don't have to fucking fight somebody. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um but A block, we got Kota Ibushi, Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Takaji, Zack Sabre Jr. I know that's your pick. Toriano, uh, <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> Yujiri, Yujiro Takahashi, Tonga Loa, Kenta, and the Great Okan. Okay. B block. Man, this is where the fucking fire's at. Sonata, Tai Chi, Yoshihashi, uh, Goto, Jeff Cobb, Evil, Tama motherfucking Tonga. Finally getting his due after being snubbed last year. Chase Owens. Kajusuka Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Like, that block is going to be 
be fucking fantastic. Um, I think ends up being. I think Naito ends up winning. Block A. It better not be fucking Kabushi yet. If Abushi wins again, I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, just in time um, in the chat says he's fucking becoming Charlotte. He's becoming Charlotte Flair. What? Real quick in the chat, just in time says uh, the champ is usually put in the G1 so they can actually. So when they actually win, they get to pick their opponent. They could pick their opponent. Yeah, I didn't know that. When was the last time that as a champion ever won though? Because I don't remember a champion ever winning. Maybe Okada, but I don't. I, don't I think it might just be a, a thing it. they put in there to kind of like do the drama. But imagine fucking win, imagine winning, and you're the champ, and you pick like cheeseburger or something <laughs> like like that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> fight fucking cheeseburger. I don't know why cheeseburger popped in my head. I was just thinking of like the most scrawny. Yeah, the like the most scrawny. He changed his name. He's no longer cheeseburger anymore. He changed his name. I'm. I don't uh, even know who in New Japan I would pick as the weakest B-block. one. But. What's that? I was saying I don't. I couldn't even think of anybody in New Japan I would pick as like the weakest person. But yeah, I definitely go for like like the scrawniest, most non-threatening person. If I was, the, you know, if wrestling were real and the champion was to win, it's like. Yeah, I want to fight Kevin Kelly. Welcome to Wrestle Kingdom main event, motherfucker. <laughs> like me and you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think that the B block, uh, I can see Sonata getting the push since they gave Evil the push, and Sonata's been making some waves. Um, I would love to see Jeff Cobb make his way through, but I feel like every time Jeff Cobb starts getting some kind of momentum, yeah. he fucking just. He's, to put it away, Jeff Cobb it's is like Hangman Page of New Japan. It's oh, like Samoa okay. Joe without the injuries. Jeff Cobb is the hangman page of AEW in New Japan, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Like, you, everybody keeps wanting him to be at the top, and every time it looks like he's going to get there, he doesn't. And for whatever reason, it stops. Yep. I get that. Like, and Jeff Cobb's a beast. Um, I know it won't be yeah. Osprey just because he's got the he's got the other world title, and he's basically saying he's the champ right now. I would love Osprey to go through the G1 with that title and win and then fight for the title at Wrestle Kingdom and them have like a, well, a fucking Osprey ladder is match. not even in the he's not even in it this year. Why? I don't know. Because he just came back. I have no idea. Because well, he's going just, to be on Jericho Cruise. I don't they know. Just, they just fucked my whole plan. Uh, I was thinking he should go through and win and then they could have a ladder match and put both titles up there at fucking Wrestle Kingdom. If Sonata, if Sonata's not in the finish, the final. I think uh, the final for the B block is going to come down to Tama Tonga and Okada. Ooh. And I hope I hope Tonga gets the win and goes over, and we get him versus Naito. Uh, I think Tama Tonga facing for the, the world championship at, at Wrestle Kingdom would be fucking fantastic. They've never won. Uh, no, I think this past Wrestle Kingdom was the first time they won, right? The uh, yep. yeah. Yep. So they finally got their win at WrestleMania. I'm WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, it would be good if, yeah, I would, I would love that. As a matter of fact, like, I think he should have been pushed as a singles guy a long time ago. Yeah, but. exactly. So uh, that's all I got, man. Other than that, fucking, it's the first day of the football season as far as football Sundays go. Uh, Packers got the Saints. Normally, this would be a game of like, oh fuck, man, this can go either way. Not so much this year. Not so much. Why do you think that? Uh, fuck, because Drew Brees is gone, man. Jameis Winston got fucking uh, eye surgery, though. He can see now. Yeah, he's going to be seeing the, the Packers' defense. Um, and he's going to be taking his ass to the ground. And other than that, I just hope 
I hope Kamara has a fucking killer day, but Rodgers just throws all day long. Touchdowns galore. Get them fantasy football lineups set, people. Get them it's twelve twenty Eastern Standard I, Time. The game start at one o'clock. Get them lineups set. My shit is straight. My shit's good, it. man. My shit's good. You know what? So I chose. I put. I had Brady. I have Brady and Rogers. Mm. This is the first year where I don't have Breeze or Rivers or both. Hold on, I got. I got. Hold on. I have to block Sheena from the chat. She just said, "Go Packers." Uh, Let's see. How do I? How do I ban somebody? (laughs) (laughs) How do I I ban somebody? I got Rodgers and Brady as my quarterbacks. I mean, Brady put up 29 points this week, so I'm hoping as long as Rodgers puts up more than 29 points, I'm happy. Mm. And I think it's going to happen. So we'll see. I think Rodgers is going to come out and and like all the bullshit from before when the season before the season started, preseason, all that shit's going to come out, and he's just going to be like, you know what? My dick on the table. I'm the fucking star. I'm going to fucking be a professional. I'm going to win these games. I'm going to win a championship, and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do afterwards. And I'm cool with it. If he leaves after winning a championship this year, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think um, we need to start next week. We need to do, like, you know, pick, like, three or four games and preview them a little bit, like the biggest games of the week towards the end of the show. This show was jam-packed. There's really no time for football, even though it's opening season, but – yeah, I'm excited. Football season starts today. Uh, Marty, you got anything you want to tell everybody if we get up out of here? I know you got to get to work. Yeah, man. Uh, if you haven't followed us yet, follow us on the links there, Boot to the Face on Twitter, Boot to the Face underscore Instagram. Follow us anywhere you get your podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeart. Um, we're all over the place. Full press. Uh, download us, retweet us, share us, review us, um, like us, do what you can. Uh, we do appreciate all you all you do for us listening to us all of those that are in the chat again thank you very much especially for those that keep returning back week after week uh we, we greatly appreciate that go to to whatamaneuver.net get your merch there go to um our, our spring tea get your get your church merchandise there as well all that you do to support us we can't thank you enough i'm trying to do bigger things 2021, 2022. It's going to be the year of boots in the face. Like Marty said, appreciate everybody that's here. We'll see you next week, 11 a.m. Eastern, leading you into football. Tell your friends about it. If you haven't subbed or followed, make sure you do that. Uh, it's the beginning of the month. If you got Amazon Prime, you get one for free. If you haven't used it on anybody else, use it on us. Actually, you can't do that yet. I'm sorry. We're not affiliated yet. We'll be soon, though. <laughs> so everybody follow that. Uh, for Marty, I'm Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face. We will see you next week. Peace! Later.